The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Uh, there was a really great uh, op-ed uh, by Keith Geron in the Edmonton Journal today about today's partial reopening. He says that we should celebrate the milestone, but we can't let it become a mission-accomplished moment just yet. So what do we need to do to ensure we keep moving forward? We're joined by Lorianne Hardcastle, a professor of health law and policy at the University of Calgary. Uh, Dr. Hardcastle, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Okay, so where's your head at today with the partial reopening of much of the province? I know things are different for you down in Calgary, but just wondering where your head's at. Well, I think that the important thing to remember is that just because uh, stores and other businesses have opened um, doesn't mean that people should act as though it's business as usual. Um, People should still be vigilant about washing hands, uh, distancing from others, and, uh, you know, if you feel unsafe or you have immuno, uh, if you're immunocompromised, then don't go to the store, right? Just because it's open doesn't mean that you, you have to go there. Um, you know, it was interesting in the article, uh, one of your colleagues, Norm Newman, the vice dean of the U of A School of Public Health, uh, was quoted as saying that we have more people in society infected with COVID now than we did at the beginning of the March and we at, at, at the beginning of March. And we have to keep the lid on while we continue this boiling process. You know what, uh, doctor, people have been cooped up. They want to get out. Um, you know, the importance of following the rules right now has to be paramount. Yeah, I think that's I think that's absolutely correct. I mean, there are still risks out there. The decision to reopen wasn't completely a, a public health decision, right? If you want to stay safe, minimizing contact with other people is still the way to do that. Uh, the decision to reopen was a balance between economic considerations and social considerations and, and sort of balancing those as best as possible against health risks. It was interesting. I had a question yesterday about businesses who might open up, who shouldn't be, who aren't allowed, and how that will be enforced. That uh, is going to be another important area in all of this, isn't it? Enforcement and making sure that the, the message about the rules is delivered concisely, clearly, that people understand it. Yeah, I think it's essential. The enforcement piece is essential. Um, You know, while most of the people follow the rules most of the time, there are always going to be those outliers that put themselves at risk, uh, put their employees at risk, put their customers at risk. And so there will be a role for enforcement to play to ensure that businesses are complying with the necessary public health uh, rules. Yeah, it was interesting. The city of uh, Edmonton saying today that they have kind of a, a campaign that's going to be rolling out hopefully this weekend um, that will, um, you know, uh, explain what is going on, the rules, that sort of thing. So I think it'll be really interesting to ha- to see how cities yeah, and municipalities in the province make sure that that uh, information is out there. There are some people, Dr. Hardcastle, who will just get out there. Others who are going to take a more cautious approach. I mentioned that in our family, we're going to take a little bit of more cautious approach. Understanding to each their own, um, you know, there's, we really have to do a good job right now at protecting 
vulnerable people, don't we? Absolutely. And I think that, you know, there's been a lot of discussion around um, people in long-term care and increasingly people in, of course, the meat processing industry and those groups who are, who are vulnerable to infection. Um, but of course, there are others. There are agricultural workers who often work in, in close conditions and, and sometimes live in close conditions, especially where those are migrant workers. Um, we've started to see some outbreaks in remote Indigenous communities. For example, there's one in Saskatchewan going on right now. Um, there have been some outbreaks among prison populations. And so we always need to keep an eye on those vulnerable groups and, and make sure that we're vigilant about testing them. You know, it was, it's was. it been interesting now that we've kind of moved into um, phase one and uh, this first wave of COVID-19 seems to be, you know, on the downhill uh, decline. There is worry with the relaunch that we're going to see that second wave. The ability to control that is going to be so important because we fully expect it to happen, but we need to be able to make sure that it's controlled. And I think that there's not going to be an appetite necessarily, Dr. Dr. Hardcastle to be locked down a second time or possibly a third time. Uh, what are your thoughts on on the ability of us to make sure that um, that second that potential second wave is managed? Yeah, so so we always do see a second wave. There was a second wave of SARS. There was a second wave of yeah. H1N1 in in 2009. And so I think it's it's highly likely that we'll see that. I think the way that we manage it is there's two things. First, the, the public doesn't treat this as business as usual. Just because the stores are open and just because other businesses mm. are open, people still need to be vigilant and still need to limit their contact with others. And so that will help with a second wave. The other piece of help man- helping manage a second wave will come from government, ramping up testing capacity, ramping up the ability to do contact tracing, and, and with those activities, that should hopefully uh, help to flatten the curve with the second wave. All right, uh, Dr. Hardcastle joining us this afternoon from the University of Calgary. I appreciate your time. Thanks for the conversation. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you bet. All right, some more of your texts coming in this afternoon. It says, I'll be staying home for now. This is uh, YEG Rick. It says, I'll be staying home for now to wait and see how the reopening phase pans out. I'm most worried about all those who haven't been taking this seriously, taking advantage and putting others at risk. And you know what? I had text from someone else says, we have a big stag, stag at party planned for our backyard. The party tent is up. I reminded them that uh, the rules are... 15 and under <laughs> when I asked how many people were showing up they said oh that's a secret interesting stuff uh, so some people taking it very seriously others just saying we're going to get back at her it's important to remember there are rules and there are regulations in place you can find that all at alberta.ca